Jersey Mike's. Be a sub above. Welcome to the Southern California Prep Insider Baseball Podcast. Tommy and Les here. We are live in the third round, excuse me, of the Division One playoffs. We got some games to break down, don't we, Les? Yeah, man, this is just, it, it, it's hitting crunch time, right? I mean, the seven games left before we decide a champion here. This is really exciting, man. Quarterfinals are set. Looking forward to some good games here Friday, and then, of course, one game on Saturday. But man, next week's going to be awesome. All right, here we go, starting uh, with Cypress and Bishop Amat. Hey, raise your hand if you had Amat versus Cypress in the quarterfinals of D1 playoffs. Go ahead, I'll wait. All right. <laughs> this is one of the unlikeliest matchups at this stage of the playoffs, but you know both teams are deserving to be here, obviously. Amat went on the road and shut out a pretty streaky Valencia team that had knocked off number one Harvard Westlake. Uh, Cypress, you know, they've won in a walk-off fashion, uh, in shutout fashion. Uh, I mean, what else can you say? I mean, they seem to have done it all here. Cypress will likely have Cal State Fullerton commit Cameron Rapetti on the mound. Talked to Coach Weber this morning. He said that that's a pretty good probability. The, the, uh, the offense for the Centurions has been really good in big situations of late. Mott is getting it done on the mound at the plate, led by Blake Archuleta, who we talked about quite a bit. You know, let's not sleep on Steven Loera, though. He's put together a really nice season on the mound for Amat. He gets the home game in this one, which is pretty big. You know, both coaches are really familiar with each other, going back to Joe Hockett's days at King in high school. In the end, though, I think Cypress might have the depth on the mound that will help them uh, get to the semi. So I'm going to go with the Centurions here. I agree. I'm going to go Cypress. Josh Landry, I want to give him a, a shout-out. He had that one eight complete game shout-out. Amat uh, had Archuleta pitching and uh, Loria close. I think they'll probably, with the innings, they can flip them for this game if they want to and have one of them start and have Archuleta close. But I, I just don't think that the, the arms there for Amat are there. Again, great season put up by Bishop Amat anyway. Uh, next, we've got Foothills at Etowanda. Yeah, Foothill went on the road and beat defending one champs El Toro behind a big home run from junior, junior Kyle Ashworth, uh, who was peaking at the right time for the Knights. Etowanda, man, they, they got a big win yesterday against La Mirada and their ace, Jared Jones. Uh, you know, they won 3-1. to one. Lamrata scored a run in the seventh, so wasn't even really that close. Uh, this will be the first road game of the playoffs for Etowanda, though, who played just yesterday rather than Tuesday because of their graduation. How will they respond to one last day of prepare, having to go on the road, you know, all these factors? They're the defending D2 champions. They'll likely trot out Duke commit Marcus Johnson. Uh, Foothill, meanwhile, is a senior-laden team, the exception of Ashworth. Uh, you know, they appear to be on a mission, man, and, and this one's at home. The Knights believe this is their year to make a run. And I think I agree with them, so I'm going to go with Foothill at home this one. I'm going to go with Etiwanda. They're hitting 357 as a team so far this year, and that's just production at the play, kind of intimidating coming in. They got, as you mentioned, eight runs in the last game, so I expect more offensive production. Out of Etiwanda next, it is Gar at Orange Lutheran. Yeah, these two teams are really familiar with each other. They play a whole bunch during the fall, and they, they've met in the regular season before. Last year's Boris Classic. Two really good coaches, Gerardo Perez at Gar. Perez has done a remarkable job with this program, which has produced you know, a ton of collegiate players. He's got three or four D1 commits on his roster this year. Corbett's done the same thing since taking over at Old Lou. Cole Wynn, who's expected to be a first-round pick in less than two weeks, will start for the Lancers, while Gar will be playing their first night game of the season. The game was moved to Saturday night you know, to accommodate a request by the Gar coaching staff, who one of the coaches lost his father, uh, so they'll have funeral services on Friday. Now, that sort of thing has a tendency to rally teams together. The Gladiators are going to need that facing win. Uh, Gar is the talent to pull this one out here, but 
it certainly won't be easy. You know, Olu has not made it past the quarterfinals under head coach Borba uh, in his tenure. However, I think with win on the mound, being his usual dominant self, and in front of a, what should be a pretty frenzied crowd on a Saturday night of a long weekend, I'm looking for an Olu to advance to the semis in this one. You know what they say, when Cole's on the mound, you'll normally win. Hilarious. I'm going to orange with him, too. That, that was a great pun I just made. Please pretend to laugh less. Just a little, just a little fake chuckle, at least. Uh, hey, man. I got you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing against Gar. Uh, also, I want to give a shout-out to Delvin Gomez, who had a big hit. Uh, bottom of the six, two outs uh, for the Gladiators. Just getting the win the last round. Uh, but I got Orange Luther in this one. Again, when you're going against a first-round pick, it's a little bit tough. I'm going to assume you made that one up on the fly, so that deserves some credit. <laughs> Uh, final game. Definitely didn't think of that last night and then put it in my notes. Did not think of that at all. Um, <laughs> final game uh, in Division One is going to be Dos Pueblos at Capistrano Valley. You know, this is another one of those, you know, unlikeliest of quarterfinal matchups. You know, having Capa Valley against Dos Pueblos. Both teams coming off a walk-off win to advance at this point. Capa Valley defeated a pretty good South Hills team 3-2 to on an RBI single by senior Josh Solomon, who's headed to Columbia next year. Meanwhile, Dos Pueblos got a huge grand slam in the bottom of the seventh by Evan Kling to wipe out a 5-0 deficit in Ty Huntington Beach before winning in the eighth inning. These two teams appear, you know, I, I, I hate to use the cliche, but, I mean, they're kind of like teams of destiny, right? I mean, Capo Valley is, is playing for their head coach, who's, you know, legendary Bob Zamora in his 41st season. He's got a senior-laden team focused on the big prize. Dos Pueblos they got to make that 162-mile trek from Goleta down to San Juan Capistrano and what could be a four- to five-hour bus ride, you know, given L.A. traffic. You know, because of all those factors, man, I'm going to go with Capital Valley to move and advance to face the winner of uh, Olu and Gar in the semis. I got another one for you. When you're making that long drive all the way down from Dos Pueblos to stay awake, you'll probably need some coffee, Isaac coffee. He only threw one inning in the last game against Huntington Beach. Should be ready to go for this one. He is Mr. Do-Everything for them, so having him on the mound gives me a lot of confidence and enough confidence to pick them, even after the long bus ride, even though I am a huge believer in the bus ride affecting the way a team plays. I've got Dos Pueblos. That is it for Division One. Less anything else you want to add? Yeah, man, just check us out on prepbaseballreport.com slash California, on Twitter at PBR underscore California, and on Instagram at PBR California. We're rolling out a uh, MLB draft spotlight every day leading up to the draft, which is June 4th, starts June 4th. Uh, you know, today's feature is uh, Cameron Guangarena from Bosco. We've got about four or five other ones already loaded up, and we've got a handful more coming your way. Just a lot of content coming out. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at PBR underscore California. And I'm sure the draft will be a very calm, you know, nothing to do day for you. There's no way you'll be freaking out on Twitter or anything like that, right? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> it should be a pretty easy day for us. <laughs> all right. We will see you all after this round into the next round and throughout the whole playoffs. Until next time, watch your baseball.